0: Welcome to Kingdom Life Podcast. We're glad that you're joining us today. We hope that today's message will bring peace to your mind, joy to your heart, and life to your soul. Thanks for listening. Well, good morning. As you can tell, things are uh, a little bit different a little bit, right? I like this. Like, this is kind of neat for me. Just different perspective. Hey, man, how, how many of y'all know when you, when you approach something with a different perspective, you see things a little bit differently, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? You see, you begin to see things a little bit differently. In fact, one of my um, favorite stories actually is um, there's a group of guys, and they're all uh, surrounding an elephant. There's like six or seven guys, and they're all surrounding an elephant, and someone asked them, please describe what you see and one of them describes the tail, and one of them the, describes the you know kind of the rough skin, and one describes the tusk, and one describes his trunk, and, and they're all like, no, this is what I see. And, and they can't tell that everyone else is around. This is what I see. And they begin to fight with one another when, in fact, they're actually looking at the same thing. It just depends on where they stand and what their perspective is. And, and I just find, I think that's such a cool picture of, man, depending on where you are seated, depending on where you're standing, depending on where you are, that's gonna shape your perspective, right? And, and sometimes, sometimes we don't have the full perspective. <laughs> what, wait a minute. I've been walking with the Lord for 30 years. Sometimes he will use someone else's position and their perspective to help to elevate ours. Mm. And I thank God for that. I think that's a testimony of, or a testament to why we need each other, why we need the body of Christ. This is, we are all together, the body of Christ. It is not any one of us that makes up the whole body. We all do. Every joint supplies, every part is necessary. Amen? So when we get to sit down together, it's like we're the body working together. How cool is that? Man, okay. Okay. It's not even in my notes today. Here we go. <laughs> hey, so we, it is a little bit different in here, obviously, as you can see. Uh, and we've talked about it a little bit this morning. Uh, but one of the things I wanted to bring up and I wanted to share with you today is last week, if you were here, uh, Bill Vanderbush was here. And man, he did an, a phenomenal job. He, he is a master at putting language to the gospel in, in a way that can connect your heart with Father's heart. It's, it's very, very good. And it, it makes you think. In, in a lot of different ways, he brings a different kind of a perspective to the table. And, and one of the things that he said that I absolutely loved, I wrote it down, took it to heart because we had already planned on doing this anyway. I just took it as a wink from our father. Uh, he said that the new covenant church looks less like a stadium and more like a table. You can hide in a stadium, but you can't hide at a table. Right? If you're looking at your table, you can see the people who are sitting at your table. It's very obvious, right? And, and, and so I think that that is such a cool perspective and picture of where we stand in the new covenant. Amen. That it is about connecting with one another. And, and, and it's, that's not to, please hear me out this morning, that's not to bash stadiums and ministries that are very large. That's not what this is at all. What I'm saying is there's an emphasis on connection with one another. In the body of Christ, there's an emphasis on connection with one another, and I want us to keep, to maybe receive the perspective of the value of what is in communion, communion with God and communion with your fellow brother and sister. There is incredible value that you can't assign a a, a dollar amount to that. You, You will not understand fully the value of some of the conversations that you will have with one another Here and now. There have been times where I've sat down and and spent hours talking at a table, and I come away with something new every single time, and I will never fully understand and comprehend the value of what I received in that conversation because it will then flow through me to other people, and those ripples will go on and on and on and on, and I may never ever get to see the fullness of the value of what just happened. I was having a conversation. I'm going to pick on Hunter this morning, if that's cool. He's a cool guy. I was having a conversation with Hunter yesterday. And he was talking about how he encountered an opportunity with someone. And, and, and he began to listen to this gentleman. And, and, and as he's talking, he's like, man, I feel like there's something kind of familiar here. And so he just asked him, hey, are you, are you a believer? And he's like, yeah, I am. And they began to talk about the things of God. And we were talking about that. And, and, and what came out of this is... Beforehand, Hunter has been seeking the Lord with all his heart. He's been growing in the things of God. And beforehand, maybe he wouldn't have had the perspective to look for the opportunity to have a conversation. But because he's been seeking and chasing after the things of God and desiring those things, now all of a sudden his eyes are opened to new perspectives and new opportunities that are there. And I shared with him uh, one of my favorite phrases, and I'm going to kind of open here with this, is that when you are looking for opportunity, you will always find it. You'll always find it. Anytime that you're looking for opportunity, you will always find it. And if you're looking for excuse, you will always find it. So the question is, what are you looking for? What are you looking for today? I want to set the table by asking the question, what are you looking for today? If you're looking for an excuse to say, oh man, this is different and I don't like this, this isn't church as I want, as I desire, then maybe you're looking for the excuse to not engage and to not participate and to not maybe be able to receive new perspective and new downloads that the Lord is doing. I would venture to say that the majority of us in, in, in here, if I ask the question, hey, do you wanna hear some new things from God this morning? That probably all of us would say, yeah, I would, love to. I would love to hear a word from the Lord that is new and refreshing and good for me. But then whenever you're asked to do something a little bit different than what you normally do, you're like, eh, I'm good. There, that, that Was that a cognitive dissonance? There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's something here. It's like, hey, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Let us perceive it. That's my prayer. Let us perceive it. Let us say, Lord, man, whatever, however and whatever, if the new covenant and the move of God here in this generation here right now today is at the table with my family, with my friends, with my enemies, then let it be. I'm willing, I'm open, and I'm going to participate in that. And so I want to invite you today to participate in that. In fact, I want to set your expectation. I want you to set an expectation this morning. I was having this conversation the other day, and we were talking about moves of God and how in a generation, I promise I'm not going to preach this morning, but this is what I want to set up for the whole next five weeks, okay? I, I promise you we'll get to it. <laughs> but we're talking about the moves of God and how there's many conversations that I've had with people that, that say, I long for this move of God and, and, and seeing people laid out in the spirit and healings take place and, 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 and miracles happen and those things manifest the spirit of God move upon the hearts of people and they become on fire for the things of God. I, I long for that. I crave that. I'm with you. I'm in that boat. I'm in that boat, I wanna see that too. But sometimes we get in the perspective of it has to look a certain way and a certain method. And here's my question and the thing that I wanna pose before you this morning, maybe the next move of God, what what would it be like if it looked like this? If you came to the table with the expectations of the miracle, if you came to the table with the expectations of a fire stirred up and a hunger stirred up within you, that not only are you there to receive it, but you're there to bring it that you're there to have the conversation with a new perspective, looking and saying, no, I'm bringing something to the table because I am filled with a great one, right? We begin to bring that expectation to the table, so it's like, hey, I'm sitting here at the table and I'm dealing with some sickness. Boom, be healed. Here, eat this body, be healed. May that be our expectation. I wanna challenge you to a new perspective, not just today, but going forward have a new perspective. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Yeah, it does look different. We're okay with different. Jesus looks different. I want to look just like him. Amen? Amen. All right, so this morning, we, as, as we've already stated before, um, this is not gonna be a teaching. I'm not gonna stand up here and I'm not gonna teach. We're gonna read the scriptures. And as we read, I want, this is what I want our prayer to be this morning. Is Father, open up my heart, let my heart burn for you. Holy Spirit, illuminate things to me that I have not seen before. May my eyes be opened, my understanding be opened that I can hear and read and see and understand what you are trying to speak to me here right now. That's my prayer over us today. You prayed that over yourself today. Have the hunger today at the table to consume what is being placed before you. Thank you, Father. We're gonna read, I'm not gonna teach, and then we're gonna be dismissed. Church service is going to be dismissed. But then you're invited, everyone here is invited to stay and sit at the table and eat some food and spend time with one another and begin to discuss what we just read. I don't want to be, I don't want this to be, we just read the scriptures and then we walk away and forget what happened. Let's read and let's have a conversation about it. And I also would love for this to be an opportunity for you to get to know the people at your table. If you don't know them, let's get to know them. Brothers and sisters in Christ, sons and daughters of God, let's get to know our family a little bit. And I want to challenge you as well. Next week, sit with somebody different. Mix it up a little bit. All right. Are you ready this morning? Okay. Close your eyes for just a second. I want you to imagine that we are here in our church service we just enjoyed a great worship service, singing songs, praising the Lord. And now I want you to imagine for a moment that the United States Army bursts through our doors, that they surround each and every one of us, that you are forcefully removed from your seat, and that you are escorted by yourself, into a dark, damp room. I want you to think about how you would feel in this moment. And then someone walks in, and they have some torture devices. They tie you up, and they begin to beat you. No one else is around, it's just you in this lonely dark room. And they beat you and they beat you. And they keep you here in this place. You don't know what's about to happen. You don't know what's going on. So you begin to write a letter. This is the position that Paul is in. And this is from this place that we read this letter today. You can open your eyes. Let's read. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus through the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ that are at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We give thanks to God. The Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, having heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have toward all the saints. Excuse me one second. Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel which has come to you. As indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it does among you, since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that he has given to me for you, and to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints, to them... Because of this, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you Insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why As if you are still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to the things that perish as they're used. According to human precepts and teachings, these have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgences of the flesh." seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then Put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with all thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, submit to your husbands as it is fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and don't be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Bondservants, obey in everything those Who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service or people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong that he has done, and there is no partiality. Masters, treat your bondservants justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ, on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time, and let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Tychicus will tell you all about my activities. He is a beloved brother and a faithful minister and a fellow servant in the Lord. I've sent him to you for this very purpose so that you may know how we are, And that he may encourage your hearts, and with with him, Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, they will tell you of everything that has taken place. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice, these are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. when this letter has been read among you, have it also read in the church of the Laodiceans. And see that you also read the, church, read the letter from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. And this is quite possibly one of my favorite endings to a letter ever written. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for speaking to us here today, even through words penned thousands of years ago. Holy Spirit, our hearts and our minds are open to receive what it is that you want to reveal to us this morning. May our hearts burn for you, God. May our understanding be open that we can take what we have read and take what we hear and take these conversations that we will have and apply them in our lives today so that we leave this place changed and transformed by the renewing of our minds and that we look more and more like you every single day being transformed from glory to glory to glory to glory in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the food that we are about to eat. Father, I pray a blessing over it in the name of Jesus and for the conversations that will be had. May they be seasoned with salt I thank you for your love for us and for moving in our midst. We honor you and glorify you today in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been another message from Kingdom Life Church. If this podcast ministered to you, be sure to like, subscribe, and share to help get the message of Jesus around the world. For more information, be sure to visit our website at kingdomlife.live. Thanks for listening. And remember, love God and love people.